All right, this is a little bit more complicated function. Not too complicated, but watch what happens when we try to find the second derivative. All right, to find the second derivative, unfortunately, there's no, there's no trick way to get right to the second derivative. You really have to find the first derivative and then find its derivative. So first things first, we have to find the first derivative, so f prime, okay? Here we need what? How are we going to find the first derivative? Right. This is a composite function, so we're going to use the chain rule, or if you think of this as a generalized power function, right, a power of a function, we can use the generalized power rule, which says what? It's one-half. The function, right, the one-half is what? The power times the function x squared plus 1 to what? 1 less, so a half minus 1 is negative a half. That's the easy part. And then don't forget what? What do we have to multiply this by? Right, the derivative of the inside. So we get this, all right? Now, we have to simplify this. Of course, the simpler this is, the easier it will be to find the second derivative. This is uh, relatively easy. A half times 2 is just 1, so we have x. And we could consider this as a quotient, or we could leave it as a product. It really doesn't matter. Um, I think I'll leave it as a product. So I'll have... Okay, x times x squared plus 1 to the negative half power. And now I need to find the derivative of this function, right, which will be the second derivative. So the second derivative, okay, the second derivative, treating that as a product, it's what? It's the first factor, x, times the derivative of the second factor. So it's the derivative of x squared plus 1 to the negative half. So what is that? That's, again, the generalized power rule or the chain rule. So I get what? Times negative a half x squared plus 1 to the, what, negative half minus 1 is minus 3 halves. Okay, and again, don't forget to multiply by the derivative of the inner function, okay? But that's only half of the product rule, because then we have to add, right, the second factor, x squared plus 1 to the negative half power, times the derivative of the first, which is just 1, right? So again, this is the first times the derivative of the second plus the second times the derivative of the first, okay? And this is, this is the calculus part of the uh, problem. We've found the second derivative, but now what we want to do is try to simplify this so that if we had to find a third derivative, um, we would be in better shape. So again, simplifying Negative a half times negative 2, well, that's easy, that's negative 1. And x times x, that's easy, that's x squared. So here, I'm going to do this in a couple of steps. We have negative x squared 
times x squared plus 1 to the negative 3 halves plus x squared plus 1 to the negative 1 half. All right. Now I'm going to show you a technique that you really need to, to know because um, in a little bit we're going to be doing some things with these second derivatives and you will need them in simplified form. So what we're going to do now is take out the common factor. You see we have x squared plus 1 to the negative 3 halves and we have x squared plus 1 to the negative 1 half. So there is a common factor of x squared plus 1. Okay, the question is what power of x squared plus 1 can we take out and of course what do we have left behind after we remove the common factor. So I'll just remind you if you had something I'll use a different letter if you had y cubed plus y to the fifth let's say right well this is pretty easy you would take out what you would take out y cubed yes I think everybody's pretty good on that and you would have left behind what 1 plus y squared right and you could of course multiply and get what y cubed times 1 is y cubed and y cubed times y squared is y to the fifth. Now, you could take out something else if, if you chose, but, okay, for example, if you took out y squared, right, what would you have left behind? You would have a y, because y squared times y is y cubed, and in the second term, you would have what? y cubed, right? because y squared times y cubed is y to the fifth power, okay? But you really don't want to do that because you've left a common factor of y to the first, right? So you really want to take out as much as you can. So um, so how do you know that you wanted to take out the y cubed? Well, because y cubed is what? The smaller of these two powers, right? So what you want to do when you have two fact, uh, two terms is take out, as a common factor, the smaller power. Right? If you had three or four or five, then you just take out the smallest power of, of all of the terms. So it's a little bit strange with negative numbers, okay? but let's use the same principle right? and say what? Well, this is x squared plus 1 to the negative 3 halves, and this is x squared plus 1 to the negative 1 half. So which is the smaller power, negative 3 halves or negative 1 half? Right, negative 3 halves is the smaller power. So that's the one we're going to take out. So if we take out x squared plus 1 to the negative 3 halves, Okay, what do we have left behind? Well, over here, we took the whole thing. We took the, the whole negative 3 halves power, so there's only a 1 left over here, and so we have negative x squared, right, for our first term. Now, in our second term, remember what's going to happen. This times this has to give us what we originally started with. So, 
is going to be what? X squared plus 1 to what power? Well, if I multiply x squared plus 1 to the negative 3 halves, and I need to get x squared plus 1 to the negative 1 half, right, then what power does this have to be? Right, it has to be the first power, because negative 3 halves plus 1, okay, is negative 1 half. All right, so now what do we have? We have, well, look at this. We have negative x squared plus, since it's to the first power, we can just take the parentheses away, right? It's plus x squared plus 1. So we have negative x squared plus x squared is no x squared. And all we really have left is a 1. So we have 1. And then rather than write this with a negative exponent, I'm going to put it in the denominator and write it with a positive exponent. So our second derivative has simplified to 1 over x squared plus 1 to the 3 halves, which is a lot simpler than than our original expression. Okay, let's try another one.